All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 88 of Posio's Picks. And in today's episode, I am going over the week 12 college football slate coming up this Saturday. A lot of big games, obviously a lot of playoff implications, some look-ahead spots, some bounce-back spots, a lot, a lot of interesting games as we get into the last couple weeks of the season here. So, without further ado, let's just get right into things. The first game I want to go over, Illinois is going to Michigan to take on the Wolverines. Michigan are 18-point favorites at home in this one, and the total is set at a low 41, especially for college football. A few weeks ago, it looked like this game was going to be a little bit interesting, but now seeing how Illinois has kind of fallen off these past couple of weeks, not as much. Something interesting to note is that Illinois is one of the best teams in the country against the run, giving up only 85 yards per game on the ground. Also interesting to note, this is a big-time look-ahead spot for Michigan with Ohio State coming up next week. With all that being said, though, We've seen it all year with teams that are quote-unquote good against the run against Michigan. This team is different running the ball. The Michigan O-line is different. I've said it since before the year, before the year even started. This team goes as its O-line goes. I think they just put on another smash-mouth performance, and I think they embarrass Illinois, especially since Illinois has really fallen off after a couple bad games like that losing two straight games as home favorites, you definitely lose some confidence. Getting into actually betting the game now, this line is a little tricky because, like I said, this is a look-ahead spot, and in the second half, we, sh we could see some guys get some less run than normal just to rest up for Ohio State. I do still love a couple plays in this game. The first play that I really like is Michigan team total over 29 and a half. I think this team is good for four touchdowns against anyone that they play. And, you know, we throw in a field goal here, then we're golden. We've got 31 points. So over 29 and a half, I really, really like. I also really like Michigan first half minus nine and a half. The reason for that being, like I said, this is a big time look ahead spot. I think they come out and they really try to put this game away early so they can maybe rest some of those guys for Ohio State because, I mean, it's their Super Bowl. It's really the Big Ten Super Bowl now. So, Michigan team total over 29.5, and, and Michigan first half minus 9.5 in the big house. And then we finally get the game we've been waiting for all year next week with Ohio State. The next game I want to go over, TCU are still undefeated, and they are 2.5-point favorites going to Baylor. The total in this one is set at 58. This one is obviously very interesting and has huge playoff implications because if TCU wins this game they most likely are going to be undefeated going into the Big 12 title game for the first time last week I bet against TCU and surprisingly they go into Texas really shut down Texas and come out of there with a win I think TCU's defense was obviously the big storyline only giving up 10 points in that one it's just a big takeaway to kind of see them actually play some defense and hold down a Texas offense that people thought were going to really score some points against them. Baylor, last week, were three-point favorites at home against K-State, and they got straight up blown out 31-3. They got embarrassed in that game. They looked horrible. Of course, this line makes no sense at all. It feels pretty similar to the line last week with Texas and TCU. Didn't really make a lot of sense. 
But I, I'm going to try and outsmart Vegas in this one. I'm taking TCU. I'm not, I'm not betting against them again this year. Quinn Johnston playing, ended up playing last week, and that was ultimately the difference for TCU. With him getting another week healthier, this offense is getting another week healthier as well, and they can score on anybody in the country. We saw it last week. We've seen it all year. Quinn Johnston, probably the best wide receiver in the country. If this defense can continue to be successful and hold this clearly struggling Baylor offense down, I think it's easy. Give me TCU minus the two and a half. This is the biggest trap line probably of the week, but I'm going to fall into it and see what happens. TCU minus two and a half on the road. Next game on the slate, Ohio State are 27 and a half point favorites going to Maryland. This one is very simple to me. The forecast for Saturday in Maryland is sunny. Give me Ohio State flat out simple. If there is nothing extra like weather to slow down this air attack, it's just too unfair with the wide receivers and, and just the talent that they have on that offense. Maryland has lost two in a row to some not-so-great teams. Ohio State bounced back last week and looked unstoppable against Indiana. Give me Ohio State. I'm going to take them first half, actually, minus 14, because similar to Michigan, I think they really try to put this one away early and then maybe take their foot off the gas, get ready for the Michigan game, because they have been waiting to play Michigan since last year. So give me Ohio State first half, minus 14. I do love the full game but I'm just going to roll with Ohio State first half, minus 14. The next game on the slate, Penn State are 19-point favorites going to Rutgers. I mean, this Rutgers team stinks. They honestly don't do anything horribly, but they don't do anything good either. Their weak spot is definitely their offense, and with the way that Penn State has looked offensively lately, a lot of the young guys are coming into their own, stepping up. I just, I just don't think Rutgers is going to be able to keep up at all. Give me Penn State to win this one by a few touchdowns. I like them minus 19 on the road in Piscataway here. The next game I want to go over, Georgia Tech are going to North Carolina. North Carolina are 21-point favorites, and the total here is 63. North Carolina and freshman quarterback Drake May have had a great season so far. They've even cemented themselves into the ACC championship game against Clemson in a couple weeks. That'll be an interesting game. Focusing on this game, though, Georgia Tech, after a rough start to the season, they've shown some life, and they haven't been completely horrible down the stretch here. The blemish of this UNC team has definitely been their defense all season, which on average still gives up over 460 yards per game. I love UNC in this spot at home. Their defense does scare me a little bit. I think the fact that both of these defenses are not that good. They both give up around 30 points per game. I think the play is over 63 in this one. As long as Georgia Tech can give us a couple scores, I think we can cruise to this one in Chapel Hill. Over 63 is the play here. All right, now let's get into some Pac-12 football to close the night on Saturday. Not surprisingly, last week, the Pac-12 top dogs both shot themselves in the foot, basically eliminated the conference out of playoff conversation unless USC can have a big win here. Regardless of all that, though, these are going to be some great matchups to finish the night on Saturday. Let's get into this first game. USC are two-and-a-half-point favorites, technically on the road at UCLA. The total in this one is 76. UCLA obviously coming off of that crushing loss 
at home to Arizona, which obviously came as a big surprise. USC is coming off of just straight-up manhandling Colorado at home. Huge double winner by USC last week. First half and game, we gave that to you guys over on Pickett, so make sure you're following us there for all those plays. Obviously, the tough story out of that game, USC loses running back Travis Dye for the season with an injury. I personally don't think his loss is going to hurt them that much offensively, but of course, it's tough to lose a starter like that in sort of a meaningless game. Now, like I said, this game is at the Rose Bowl, which is technically UCLA's home field, but we all know it's all going to be red and gold in there. USC is USC reigns supreme in LA. They're going to have the home field advantage Saturday night, and there's not many things better than a good night game at the Rose Bowl. I think USC and Lincoln Riley really dive deep into the bag of tricks and give themselves a legitimate shot at making the playoff by winning this game big. This game's going to be awesome. Two electric offenses going up and down the field. My main play for this game is going to be the over 76. You guys know my philosophy. If a total is this high, we have to take it. I mean, there could be a ridiculous amount of scoring with all the talent on this field, especially on the offensive sides of the ball. I'm also going to sprinkle USC money line because, like I said, I think they do everything in their power to win this big primetime game on a Saturday night, maybe put them into the playoff conversation. So, over 76 points, and USC Moneyline are the plays for that game. The last game I want to go over on the slate, Utah are two-point favorites going to Oregon. The total is 62 in this one. Talk about another awesome game to finish off our night on Saturday, 10.30, late kickoff. Utah is coming off of destroying Stanford at home with Cam Rising back in the lineup who looked solid. Oregon is coming off of that bad loss at home last week to Washington as 12-point favorites, obviously eliminating themselves from the playoff conversation. Bo Nix is very questionable to play in this one. It does not look like he will. And honestly, even if he was playing, I think I'd still roll with Utah in this spot. Utah has gotten their swag back after dropping that game to UCLA about a month ago, and I think this Oregon defense is going to have a lot of trouble with the experience of this Utah offense and Cam Rising. Obviously going to be a really tough environment to play in, but with no Bo Nix, even if he plays, he's going to be limited. It's going to be really, really tough for the Ducks. Give me Utah Moneyline on the road here at Oregon. I think they have another big statement win, and they could put themselves in good position to be in that Pac-12 title game. That is all I have for you guys for this episode. Before we go, though, I just want to plug a couple things. First thing, be sure to follow us over on Picket. Like I said, we are always going to add plays come Saturday. We're going to add props, all that good stuff. If you follow us over on Picket, turn on notifications. You get notified literally every single time I place a bet. It's awesome. It syncs my bets automatically and shows you guys them right away. Also, for you, it tracks your own bets automatically, and it keeps everything in line. We've got Feast Week coming up next week. There's going to be bets flying around everywhere, World Cup, college football, college basketball, NFL, NBA. It's going to be awesome. So be sure to get picket to track all your own bets, see what everyone in the community is taking, and to be sure that you see all of my picks. Also, we've got some new merch for the fall. Be sure to check that out down in the description below. Jackets, hoodies, crew necks, sweatpants, sweatshorts, 
all that good stuff. So check that out. The weather's getting cold. I know snow is falling in some places here. So be sure to check that out. We appreciate you guys watching. We appreciate you guys listening. If you're watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe down below and hit that like button. We would really appreciate it. Like I said, thank you guys. Good luck to everyone on your Saturday bets. And we will see you guys in the next one. Peace.